The healthcare industry has undergone transformational change in the past 10 years, especially as it relates to the implementation of technology. Even so, there's much more to do and many companies are out there doing it, but you don't know about them. At Intrepid Healthcare, our podcast will bring you the crazy ones, the rebels, the troublemakers, the ones who see things differently. The people that are crazy enough to think they can change the world in healthcare. So sit tight and enjoy as we tell the story of another thought leading trailblazer. Welcome back to Intrepid Healthcare. I'm your host, Joe Lavelle, and I'm so excited to be bringing you more trailblazing health IT innovators. We're going to get right to it today. We're joined by John Hafty. CEO of Nathan Hafty and Associates, and David Hafney. John and David, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Well, thank you, guys. Before we start our discussion, could you take a few seconds and give a 10,000-foot overview of how you serve your customers at Nathan Hafty? Sure. Nathan Hafty is the largest and, we believe, the best consulting company that serves the Meditech market. Much of our work is around helping hospitals implement and maximize the value of Meditech software, whether it's their latest web products or some of their legacy products. And, you know, we distinguish ourselves by having highly experienced consultants with years of operational experience who understand processes, workflows, and can help hospitals leverage the software to transform how their organizations run. All right, perfect. And one of the main reasons we wanted to get you on the show is because you recently completed a couple of studies and analysis comparing the performance of hospitals in terms of quality scores and profitability based on the EMR they're using. Correct. John, if you'd start by telling us what motivated you to do such an interesting and important study, and then how'd you go about doing the studies? Sure. Let me start with the clinical quality outcome study. The initial thoughts behind looking at this were very self-serving. We were aware of hospitals getting hit with Medicare penalties for readmit rates, et cetera, all the things CMS was impacting hospitals on. And we started looking at the market to see which hospitals were being impacted. And we were surprised at how few Meditech hospitals were being impacted by the CMS penalties. So I turned this over to Dave Hafty, who heads up our research and has a very strong quantitative background to pull the data. David, why don't you explain how we went about it? But we initially started this looking for business opportunities where we should target our services, and we came away with some surprising results. Sure. I'll give a very brief background on this. So we took data from CMS quality metrics and hospital EHR data from definitive healthcare and basically took all that data on all short-term acute care hospitals in the U.S. to report quality metrics to CMS. There were 1,744 hospitals in FY 2017 that reported that data to CMS. And then we did basic calculations for Meditech, Epic, and Cerner hospitals about the percentage of Meditech 6X hospitals, the percentage of Epic hospitals, the percentage of Cerner hospitals that had 
hospital-acquired condition reduction penalties, readmission reduction penalties, positive value-based purchasing adjustments, or negative value-based purchasing adjustments. And in both FY17 as well as in FY16, Meditech 6X hospitals had much lower percentages of hospital-acquired condition penalties, almost half of what Cerner and Epic hospitals had, lower percentages of readmission reduction penalties, and then higher percentages of positive value-based purchasing adjustments, and lower percentages of negative value-based purchasing adjustments. Across the board, Meditech 6X had better outcomes than Cerner or Epic hospitals on each of the measures in two consecutive years, and we expect the same will be true for FY18. So since Meditech is so much more expensive, they're getting the value, right? (laughs) It certainly was interesting and surprising data. We feel that our data is bulletproof because we really have put it through rigorous statistical analysis. We can speculate on why that is, and there are some things we have conjectured about, but certainly the, there is an incredible correlation between Meditech 6X products and better clinical outcomes than the other significant competitors in the market. What are some of those things that you speculate? It was actually interesting because when we started this, we would have expected the larger organizations that have the capacity to spend more on IT would also have the capacity to spend more on clinical care where you would get a better outcome. Certainly, academic medical centers generally have more financial resources So why wouldn't they get at least equal outcomes? And we think some of it is the distraction of the large, complex projects. We think some of it might be that while the capabilities of Epic and Cerner certainly are comparable to Meditech's, Maybe the complexity and the effort does not allow those hospitals to take full advantage of the capabilities there, where Meditech, because it doesn't require the financial investment, allows its hospitals to get better value out of their software. The other thing we speculate on is we follow in the various quote-unquote literature of the industry about there seems to be a connection between Overspending for healthcare IT and staff reduction seem to follow afterward. And again, certainly there may be other reasons, but the statistics and the volumes are such that is statistically valid. These are not small sample sizes. This is the entire U.S. industry. I will tell you the other thing we think Meditech has done an exceptional job on, and I don't have enough knowledge of the other vendors, Meditech has built out toolkits to address things like sepsis. These things are not so complex that a small hospital, they're able to install it and they're able to take advantage of the software. And again, I I don't know enough about Epic and Cerner, whether the software is just too complex to actually leverage the full value. But I do know Meditech has done a great job with a series of EHR toolkits to address specific clinical improvements, whether it's some of one, more of another, one's never sure, 
of the whys, but certainly the correlation is very, very significant. One additional thing that's worth adding, we've seen through our uh, almost 50 at this point uh, implementations of 6X, how much stronger the features and functionality are in the 6X platform. 6X hospitals did better than Magic and CS hospitals in these same metrics. Magic and CS hospitals beat Epic and Cerner in both cases, but there were a lot of new features and functionality that we're seeing in the 6X platform as we implemented at hospitals that we're seeing improvements in clinical outcomes, and that's based on better functionality in the 6X product. And Magic has come out in the 6X product with a new surveillance product that we know at the handful of clients that have fully implemented it are making a difference in being able to identify, I should say, let me rephrase, there's some predictive analytics in their surveillance tool that allows them to get a head start on cases where, again, there might be an onset of sepsis or other clinical indicators that are allowing for early intervention and therefore better outcomes. So you're suspecting that not only is the product helping to achieve better quality and value measures, but perhaps the dynamics of a Meditech hospital organization might be that they implement the system better for reasons of it's not as complex to implement a new EMR in a smaller facility or in a facility that may not have quite as many distractions as a large academic medical center where every department is bigger than some of the Meditech hospitals? I think there's some of that. I think some of it is, again, the Epic software, the CERTA software requires a lot more customization to implement. A typical Epic implementation at a 300-bed hospital might require 75 to 100 additional staff, usually consultants, at that same 300-bed hospital, rather than 75 to 100 additional people, we may be looking at 7 to 10 additional people. And also the financial impact of having to make those kind of investments may take away clinical staff at the bedside. As I alluded to earlier, you don't hear of hospitals installing Meditech letting go of nurses and techs and housekeepers three months post-live, but that's not uncommon to hear with Epic and Cerner that there's a staff reduction, and it's more IT costs means less dollars at the bedside care. I think all those factors have some impact. How much of one versus another, I think, varies from organization, but Whatever the reasons, the outcomes such that there are significantly better outcomes with Meditech's product clinically than there are with Epic and Cerner's. Outstanding. As you guys are involved in many of these 6X implementations, do you have specific additions, I guess, to your methodology that you've added to obtain higher quality scores for those hospitals? Are there things that you added to your implementation methodology that helps Meditech achieve those scores? We'd like to think so. We have built out a project management office that's focused on taking Meditech's best practices and designing the optimal workflows. We go to a client and take a 
interdepartmental workflow-based approach to our implementation methodology so that we know what the software can do. We come in saying these are the best workflows for medication reconciliation, for handling a discharge or a transfer, for validating a patient at registration, and we drive the implementation process to change their current processes to take advantage of the full capabilities of the software. And where the governance is in place, anytime a department wants to deviate from best practice, we create a decision document and push up the chain of command exceptions to the best practices that have been designed, including Meditech's new ambulatory product. We've got over 230 workflows that we bring to clients in a step-by-step -step fashion, take them from where they are to where they should be. And we believe that's in part why our clients have very good outcomes. You're singing my tune. It's all about workflow. I really believe that. You also studied the impact of these EHRs or the correlation with hospital profitability. What did you find there? Again, and, and I'll turn this over to David in a second, we, we found hospitals that went with Meditech 6X product had better financial results. David, why don't you go through the details and then I'll kind of go big picture as to why we think this is. Sure, Joe. Our goal was essentially to determine whether hospitals that implemented Meditech versus other EHRs change profitability or whether it made a difference what EHR you chose to implement. As we were hearing from some of the other EHR vendors that you improve profitability going with their product, and we wanted to confirm whether that was true or not. We built an analysis to determine the change in hospital operating margins from two years pre-live to two years post-live. The intent there was to make sure that the costs of the implementation and revenue reductions related to an implementation did not impact the financials. We took financial data from CMS cost reports and EMR data from Definitive Healthcare to confirm what the primary EHR was in use of the hospital. We included all short-term acute care hospitals and took data from 2009 to 2015 so that there were two years pre-live and two years post-live for hospitals that implemented in 2011, 12, or 13, and then compared it to those hospitals that did not implement an EHR to see whether it made sense to do the implementation. And then we only pulled out hospitals where there was a significant outlier, for example, an increase or decrease in MPR of 75% or a hospital that went from positive 8% in operating margin to a negative 7% in operating margin. So very significant changes that have nothing to do with choice of an EHR. And we chose the patient care operating margin since that reflected how a hospital is actually run and could be impacted by an EHR. It did not include, for example, tax support or government subsidies or hospital investment income. And the results were hospitals that implemented Meditech 6X did better than hospitals that implemented Cerner by 1.55% in their operating margin. For 100 to 250 beds, Meditech 6X hospitals did 1.98% better in operating margin, pre-live to post-live than Cerner, and 250-plus beds, it was 2%. And then for Meditech versus Epic, it was 1.19% for a below 100-bed hospitals, 1.6% uh, for 100 to 250-bed hospitals, 
and 4.65% for hospitals that were over 250 beds. And a 1.98% difference in operating margin for 140 million NPR hospital would be 2.75 million annually in operating margin. So for Meditech hospitals, the difference between choosing to go to 6X versus choosing to go to Epic or Cerner would make a massive difference to their financials. We actually shared that analysis with Epic's research group at HIMSS last year, and they did not find any faults with the analysis, and they'd gone through it thoroughly. Part of the thinking behind this, Joe, was when we talked to some of our clients that were evaluating going to Meditech 6.1 versus going to Epic or Cerner, Epic and Cerner, as part of their sales process, put together a business case that shows significant operational improvements. Their studies, we did not believe, were statistically valid. We think they had some flaws in them, and it really caused us, on behalf of our clients, to go back and say, what really has occurred? It's one thing in the sales process to say, spend $100 million and you're going to improve by $10 million a year. But rarely does anybody go back and find out, did you really achieve the benefits you were led to believe or that were the basis of your justification? So we went about this, again, in a way using public data to try to come up with something that was an honest and valid study. And as some of our clients shared aspects of where Epic and Cerner identified likely savings, we think they either misconstrued or took some liberties with areas of opportunity. Well, the thing I like about your analysis is you use publicly reportable data and the same data that all hospitals are measured on. So, like you said, they can't argue with your approach. And what I'm curious what data points are they focused on if it isn't improving quality and improving profitability and maybe it's the as you said the only time they're really focused and I can say this because I'm the host of the show and I can criticize the only time they're really focused on the outcomes is when they were sitting in the room and I I sat in that room with hundreds of health systems as Cerner Epic and Meditech came in and made those promises and said, we're going to do this and we're going to do that when you get your EHR. Well, it turns out, and I don't know much about the Meditech market, but in the Cerner and Epic market that I lived in, a lot of hospitals, and this adds to your reasoning before, it was a monumental task to get Cerner and Epic even modestly implemented. And my opinion is many of those hospitals years later still only have Cerner and Epic modestly implemented. They called it a success after a three-year battle of all their organization's energy put into it, but they really only got 25 to 30, and I didn't do any studying, but I'm throwing a number out there, percent of the value of the system, and they just got tired. And so they quit spending money, and they quit their efforts, and they needed to keep their efforts going. The products were immature at that time. The products are probably better today. They needed to keep at it. Where the Meditech market, this is, again, my words, not yours, that project is 
easier to do at a smaller hospital. You can get it done in a two-year period of time or even in a year period of time because there's not 78 departments that are all as big as some Meditech hospitals. You go to the radiology department at a big academic medical center, and they're running three different PAC systems. How do you even navigate that kind of thing? Joyce, I think that some of that, but I will say we've helped some very large Meditech clients. We're currently involved with Citrus Valley in California, which is over 600 beds. Wow. We help Valley Hospital in New Jersey, which is over 450 beds. We're currently working with Stewart Health, which in Massachusetts is over 1,000 beds. And I think one of the things that Meditech in their new implementation methodology, which we were a part of developing, does focus on integrated workflows, does focus on how the handoffs between departments and between processes work. My understanding is the other vendors still are more departmental focused. When we work with Meditech to come up with a new implementation methodology, it was on dealing with governance. It was on integration. The software is all being sold as integrated, and we made sure that the implementation process mirrored an integrated process. So the kickoff meetings when Meditech attends, things like medication processing involves physicians, nurses, and pharmacy sitting in a room looking at the optimal workflows, talking through those processes. My understanding is that doesn't always happen as well with the other vendors, whether it's because of organizational politics, but exactly. while I agree it is easier at a smaller hospital to get people together, the small hospitals also don't always have the level of resources put in a project the way we're aware of organizations in the Boston area that added a 1,000 people for their EPIC project. That's more than the employee had counted a 75-bed hospital that we're putting in Meditech at. So I think there's some of that. The other thing, and again, I, I don't know enough about the other vendors' processes. As part of our implementation methodology, we are focused on driving benefits. We tell our clients as part of developing the project charter, we want to pick anywhere from two to five areas where they are not performing at industry standard, whether it's simplistic things like their inventory turnover is too slow, whether it's they are having high readmit rates in the ED. But we pick a handful of targets before we've even started the project, make these the focal point of the implementation effort. All too often, and, and I think we've all seen this, those have been in the business, the project's fall into the worry about we got to get the thing up on time, we got to try to stay within budget, and you lose sight of why you're doing the project. Implementing the software on time and on budget is not a success anymore. That used to be the criteria. Now it's things like, are we achieving the level of physician adoption that we expect? We, in the Meditech world, at least for our clients, we're consistently seeing over 90% physician adoption of electronic documentation, and CPOE within the first three weeks. That's driving benefit. But it's also this focus on 
at the end of the day, and, and, I, and I tell this to both prospects and clients, I want you to be able to go and tell your board, you made a large investment. This is what you got for it. You got lower readmit rates. You got fewer cases of sepsis. We reduced your days in AR by three. Your nurses are spending an average of 10 minutes less per shift on documentation, which doesn't translate into any real direct dollars, although I've seen other vendors cobble together 10 minutes times 1,000 nurses. But what it does translate into is lower stress on the nurses, possibly lower nursing turnover indirectly, possibly increased patient satisfaction because the nurses have a few more minutes to spend with patients. And we try to make sure that we're focused not putting in the software as an IT project, but as really an enterprise project focused on enterprise goals. So I think that is having some impact on the results. Absolutely. I tell you, I spent my career trying to get organizations to think like that. And the bigger the organization, the harder it was. And that's unfortunate because a lot of times the bigger the organization, the more of the impact they could have made. But sometimes as I was at a hospital system that had 15, 20 different hospitals, they just couldn't get their arms around. There were so many competing priorities, they couldn't get their arms around a project because they couldn't get down to, like you mentioned, that three to five number of benefits that we're going to achieve. And so I really applaud you guys. I think, one, looking at where you had been with these implementations and going back and deciding to use public data to show the value of not only Meditech, but what you guys are doing in the industry is really commendable. What's the next step for you guys? What do you see as the next step of this effort? First of all, next step, I'd like to offer all your listeners, we are very glad to send a spreadsheet. If anybody has any questions on what we've done, and we have done this for some clients, we're glad to send a spreadsheet with all the data. And so if anybody's questioning we're glad to give them the raw sauce of data and walk them through this. So I just want to let people know that it was public data. What we did required a little intellectual capital on our part. But, again, for anybody who has some doubts, and I'm certain there's some people who just don't believe Meditech has better outcomes than Epic or Cerner based on reputations that are out there, we're glad to give them the raw data and, and show them how we got there and let them draw their own conclusions. Perfect. And we'll give the contact information on how to get that data in our show notes. Right now, though, I want everyone that's listening, take the time to go out to www.nathanhafty.com. That's N-A-V-I-N-H-A-F-F-T-Y.com. Bookmark that site. Learn more about the other great things that John, David, and the outstanding team are doing. I think you're going to be really impressed. John and David, it was so great to have you on the show today. Thanks for stopping by and sharing your great wisdom with us. Joe, thank you very, very much. I really appreciate your time. We look forward to hearing from some of your listeners, and we'll do this again soon, I hope. Oh, I hope so. That wraps this broadcast. On behalf of our guests, John and David Hafty, I'm Joe Lavelle, and we'll see you soon on Intrepid Healthcare. Intrepid Healthcare.